0: Welcome to twenty. Okay, here you we Ready. Welcome to twenty nineteen. 2019, uh, no wait, sorry. Welcome to obscure broadcast. <laughs> Welcome to obscure broadcasting. You I, got the yes. I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I like the
1: obscure broadcast podcast.
0: Welcome to the obscure broadcast podcast. Famous last words. And here's raising a glass to you. Thank you so much for for tuning in. Um, We're changing our formats a little bit with uh, Famous Last Words. This is season two, series two. And we're gonna change our format and we're gonna be doing more film reviews. We're gonna do interviews with filmmakers. um, And we're also gonna be doing video essays and games and changing our format just a little bit. So if you like us, please, uh, wherever you listen to us, subscribe. Not to forget about uh, Obscure Broadcasting's other podcasts, uh, Small Brains, Big Picks. But today we're gonna do our very first movie review of series two, and we are gonna be talking about Bradley Corbet's, or I think he's from Long Island, Bradley Corbett's movie, uh, Vox Lux. So roll the trailer.
2: Celeste, come on, everybody's downstairs.
1: It's a weird world we live in, and the way I've chosen to live my life just don't follow—goes against some people's views on things.
0: Do you mind if I get a quick picture with you? Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's okay. an actor. He's okay. an actor. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
0: He's, he's been in. Uh, he was in Melancholia, I guess, as some probably some oh, party yeah, goer. Um, and this
2: was his film directorial debut, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Yeah.
1: Nothing more interesting.
2: We could fact check we'll that. We'll
0: fact check it. Um
1: <laughs> the point of this Podcast should be able to sell me on watching this. Or not. Or not.
0: Or not. Well, uh, well we could we, we don't need to review just things we like. That's fair. Um so, we, Teresa and I saw a private screening of this movie incidentally. Yes. And um Teresa, what were your thoughts? <laughs> Sorry. auspicious beginning. <laughs>
2: um, I was, I was very excited for this film, mainly because I like Natalie Portman a lot, and the trailer had her like in this ridiculously cool outfit with all this crazy makeup, and it definitely had like Black Swan vibes, even though I knew it wasn't gonna be like Black Swan. So,
0: as Darren Afronsky upstairs, <laughs> very much disagrees with us. <laughs> yeah it should be noted that uh, When we film in here We are subject to Our upstairs neighbor who is an asshole
2: <laughs> Who likes to stomp around <laughs> Anyway, anyway so, so I was very excited by the trailer I knew that From the trailer I could also tell That it wasn't going to be like the most amazing movie I think I was going in it For Natalie Portman's performance And she actually only ended up being in like half the movie, maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um and so it meted my expectations. I think I'll let Andrew talk a little bit about before I go totally into it, but um I wanted the ending because it's like built around she's a singer, so it's like built around a potential performance. Um
0: <laughs> as Jake watches the trailer. I'm interested now
2: <laughs> <laughs> And so I thought the performance part was going to be like the best part of the movie, and I was really geared up for that, and I was like, the rest of the movie can kind of be okay, as long as that like kind of blows it out of the park, which I feel like Black Swan did, and it was also a good movie, just in general. And then, so I think there was like a little bit of a letdown at the end for me. But...
0: Yeah, uh, all the songs were written by Sia, whose uh, oh, music wow. has before been featured in Neon Demon, at the end of Neon Demon. Um, so I was familiar with that song, which I thought was cool. Uh, I was had high hopes that they build her up as like this pop icon, something like Lady Gaga. And to me, it just didn't quite translate to that. I thought I thought it was interesting. I thought the first thrust of the movie experimented. He talked a lot about on the Directors Guild of America podcast about the way he was thinking about shooting a film thing about a very digital era in her time, a very vapid era and that she is supposed to be, she has like these deep experiences, but in a vapid medium. And I thought that kind of translated. It had had all the earmarks of like a first time filmmaker that he did like all these things. Um,
2: yeah, he, he did try to do a lot in one. But that is interesting because I think it did translate it because now, did translate because now that you say that, I mean, I remember there's like a line in the film when she says, you know, it's something along the lines where she thought if she, it doesn't matter if what she's doing means anything anymore. It's like she could do the most commercial vapid bullshit and still be loved. Mm-hmm. She not say it exactly like that, but, but she's it's like, true. I could put out crap and people love me and like... I and, think that translated.
0: And that was definitely a, a response to uh, our current political climate where Donald Trump is president and he can, he has said that he could do anything basically Trump's, his Trump's support base would support him because they just blindly f- believe in him. And I think that's definitely kind of the idea, examination of celebrity and the power of celebrity was definitely part of this thing because she has like a press conference during one part and she kind of says some kind of like uncouth things about. <laughs> Like this terrorist group that's committed to the act wearing like masks that were from a music video. I thought the first half of this movie was actually really exciting. And I really liked the way they depicted like this is not a spoiler. It's in the first three minutes of the movie. But the way they depicted like this, uh, uh, I don't know, you wouldn't call it a hostage situation. But this like shooting at school in like the year 2000. So there's definitely like Columbine vibes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was interesting it was an interesting i thought that was an interesting part of the movie my favorite part of the movie was like that beginning situation yeah
2: i agree i actually had my expectations like flipped i thought like the natalie portman portion and the performance thing were the things i was looking forward to the most but i think the stuff that i ended up liking a lot was what you're talking about like the beginning the like political social port parts of the of the film mm-hmm. and it did a good job like telling the first Two, i guess it would be the first two acts mm-hmm. um and i mean natalie portman's performance meted expectations like she was great she was i thought she was great yeah perfectly ridiculous in the character um so yeah i think i was pretty satisfied with it it wasn't i was a little let down by the like less less exciting it wasn't even the performance of it because i think the dancing was good and like the choreography was great, but and the costumes were amazing. But it was the way that it was filmed, it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be.
0: I think she uh, she should get nominated, but probably won't get nominated uh, for this role. But should she win? I'm not so sure. Um. So do we want to give a number review? How do we want to do this? Or
2: We ha- I, we should have talked about this before, we but we system. had like a rating system oh, that we were going to do. Teresa, introduce
0: our rating system.
2: I don't I don't remember what the... Jake, do you
0: remember know what the rating system was?
1: Uh, I thought it was something to do with wine, to be honest. Oh. So before we move forward, <laughs> it's Brady, not Bradley. Oh. We said Bradley in the beginning, but
0: it's Bradley. Bra- Bradley. Brady. Bradley Corbett.
1: Bradley Corbett. Bradley. Corbett's. Corbetsky.
0: Corbett's, like he has a bag of Corbett's? Yes. yes. Okay, Bradley Corbett's. So we're going to review. Valky Vox- Corbett. We're going to review. <laughs> All right. So this has been a review of Brad. Cor- <laughs> brad corbett's vox Lux. you um, call
2: him braid yo brady brady
0: brady there we go uh we should do a review of mandy after our review of brady's movie to review <laughs> our grading system it's out of four Th- three points is you're a pay you should pay full price to see this movie two points is you should pay a matinee price or a little bit of money to see this movie one is you should not pay. You should try to see it for free or no money. And a zero, or as we're going to call it, not our cup of wine, is our lowest rating. And you should probably not see it. We
1: should put an analogy on
2: the yeah, we right should. In this part. Why can't I be <laughs> not my cup of tea? Because we don't have tea. We have, we have wine. All right, all right, all right.
0: All right, so I'm going to give this movie two points. Uh, You should pay a little bit of money to see this. You
1: should go see it during a Matinee.
0: Matinee.
2: I think I will go with the same rating, at two. You should pay a little bit of money or watch it on Netflix. Or when Amazon. it comes out on Netflix.
0: When it comes out. On Na- Amazon Netflix.
2: Or, can that be our number two is watching on a streaming yeah. site? VOD.
0: Sorry. But... Video on demand. Video is... on demand. Yep. Bod. So that's, that's our... So revi- revision to our rating system. <laughs> Three is to see it in theaters. Yeah. Two is video on demand. Mm-hmm. One is
2: an insult is it i don't know <laughs> or is one video on demand
0: no Ooh. one is like peering through the glass at a best buy <laughs> and one zero it's like
1: picking it up at a best buy and be like, oh, maybe i'll see you put it back down and away.
0: yeah and then <coughs> zero still is not my cup of tea or wine depending on when we film these
1: i was gonna ask you guys oh, that so was... for that film since he's been in movies like mysterious skin is it? Can you tell that, he, like, from the films he's done? Can, or like Melancholy, I guess. Can you tell that he's taken influences from all those movies that he's been in, and put I think his own so. yeah. I, th- I See think it, so. Kind of. I think it- just from watching the trailer, I could tell like he's got a lot of influence from the things he's worked on in
2: the past. I think so. And I think that's another like mark of a new director is taking the things that you like and translating it into your own film or your own it's like finding your own voice and maybe it's... he's like not quite there yet but uh, he's quite
1: there says, like i remember he was in the shot for shot remake of funny games and i could see a lot of like the dullness of some of the parts
0: oh it's that guy
2: <laughs> yeah oh. that guy. i was like what
0: what michael haneke movie has he been in oh,
2: oh. Okay, the yeah. Tubs
1: or whatever they called.
2: It had some good melancholy vibes too. Like, I, I mean, there were parts of that movie that I really enjoyed that stuck with me and like the costuming. I mean, her, like weird, she always wore this like neck decoration mm-hmm. to hide like the scars and that was really good. And the first like dance scene, the first time she like learns choreography for one of her songs when she's a kid so it's like the younger actor um, that part's exciting yeah that part was really good and like she's struggling with like the pain from the accident but she's like super determined to do this and so there's some really good parts of it but as a whole I think maybe you fell through
0: yeah Please, okay so Teresa has given this a video on demand rating I have also given a video on demand thank you so much for watching this has been season 2 of famous last words uh do you have a sign off wise words uh um, to live by this week jake wait what wise words to live by for our audience um i guess you don't just,
1: sleep during the day only do it at night
0: because i woke up at 5 p.m today so oh. there you have it uh we'll see you next time
2: I've been waiting like two minutes to sneeze.